What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Candid Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Mr. Candid. <laughs> hey, look, man, I, I know it's been some time since the last time that I recorded an episode. Um, this work has been insanely crazy. Um, but every chance that I get and every top opportunity that I have to make and record a show, I will be recording a show um if i gotta start doing it on my truck now that my truck is uh damn near pretty much put together um how i want it and how i would like um i can start doing some recordings on the truck as well so regardless of where i'm at whether i'm at home um i just happen to be in the studio this particular week and at home relaxing but i wanted to bring y'all another episode so, you know, y'all know how we do it. We jump right into the topic of conversation. Um, but before we get started, this particular episode, um, I want to encourage the fellas out there because I don't think people realize what we go through. And I mean, not just in our day-to-day doings, uh, but everything, but like I said, before we get into that, um, I just want to encourage you, keep doing what you're doing, keep pushing, uh, whatever your goals and dreams are, uh, keep reaching for them, uh, just little by little, bit by bit, if you just can't do it all at once, just take your time, and I promise you that, there will come a point in time where you where you will complete it. But the goal is not the destination. The goal is the journey. And I promise you, once you get to the destination, you are going to appreciate it that much more. Um, but diving right into the topic. Um, like I said. And getting into the topic and everything, uh, what do men go through? That's the topic of conversation. Because I don't think, uh, whether it be our children, whether it be our significant other, I don't think women really fully understand. And I know that they won't completely understand. uh, But even a comprehension of what we go through on a daily basis, uh, what it takes to get up sometimes and to even start the day um everything that we do believe it or not well not i won't say everything predominantly the majority of what we do is for our loved ones it's not for us um and i think that's one of the as men we got to get out of that mindset and the reason why i say that is to say this If you don't take care of yourself, if you don't put yourself first, if you don't put your health first, if you don't put your mental state first, if you don't put your physical being first, working out, eating properly, taking care of yourself, how are you going to be there for your loved ones? How are you going to be there for your significant other, for your wife, your girlfriend, um, your children, even your fucking dog. How are you going to be there for them? 
and I get it. Sometimes it's hard. We complain a lot of times that there's not enough time in the day, which there's plenty of time in the day to complete the tasks that need to be completed. When you wake up in the morning, prayer, meditation, um, uh, something to eat, you can get you a 10-minute workout in. And it doesn't have to be a lavish workout. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, an hour, 10 minutes of consistent everyday workout. And then if you have time later on in the day, another 10 minutes, you break it up, you'd be surprised what you could accomplish throughout the day with just breaking up your workout. You'd be surprised what you are able to accomplish mentally if you take time throughout the day to meditate, to pray. Whatever your religion, ancestral prayers, you'd be surprised. Take the time out to collect your own thoughts. Because whether it be at work, work is war a lot of times. But our children don't understand that. Our women don't understand that. Even family and friends sometimes may not understand that. And that's okay. It's not for them to understand uh, in a sense. Because as a man, we're not looking for sympathy. What we are looking for is appreciation for the things that we do. And too many times, we are unappreciated. And a lot of times, that's where men go off the rails. Is when we're killing ourselves, when we're breaking our backs, when we're generating blisters on our feet, when our body hurts, when our mind is exhausted, when we don't know what to do, when we can't see up from the bottom, and then we come home, our children don't, don't appreciate us. Our significant other don't appreciate what we do. And so whatever ends up happening ends up happening. But a lot of times, it's almost as if, as a man, we're not supposed to show our struggles. We got to be there for everyone. But as a man, I ask you, who's there for you? When you get home and... um your girl see you stressed out. Can you lay your head on her shoulder and or on her lap and she stroke the stress away? Or as soon as you walk in the door, is she looking for what you can do or what you can give to her? And children are gonna be children, you know, especially at, you know, the young younger ages. You know, and throughout their school years, 
you know, they don't know what dad is dealing with. All they know is that, okay, I need this, I need that, I want this, I want that. So the things that dad has to sacrifice, has to give up in order to make provision for his family, they don't know that. They don't often, oftentimes they don't understand that dad is tired. But dad still is at your sporting events. Dad still takes you out on the week on the weekends, or you know he spends times with time with you. He helps you with his homework. Not realizing and understanding that the war that you just had to fight at work, or you know, however it is that you you know provide for your family. They don't understand that by the time you unwind and go to sleep and, and, and close your eyes, shut your brain off, from that time and then from the time that you get up, they don't understand that it's five hours of sleep that you've obtained, three hours of sleep that you've obtained. And even at times as men, we even... I know there's been times where I've even questioned, do they even care? Do they even fully understand? And when it comes to the children, I know it's not intentional. I know it's not intentional, you know, because they they love dad. They just want to be around dad. They want to do things with dad. They want to, you know, go places with dad. They just want to be with dad. I get it. I get it. The sacrifices of our desires, of our dreams. Most of the time we put those things on hold. You know, for the men who started a family when they were young, when they got married when they were young, you know, oftentimes it's hard to start a business, the business that you wanted, the business of your heart's desire. It's hard to do it when the resources that you've obtained and gathered, all of it comes right back in the house. But then your girl, your, your lady is, you know, looking at you or, you know, why don't you do more with yourself? Why don't you do this? And that becomes heartbreaking. Oftentimes, the pressures of life that are put on men are not put on by other men. But the, oftentimes, the pressures of life is put on our backs by our woman and I'm not saying anything I'm not saying anything I promise you I'm not saying anything that I have not gone through myself did I want to do better of course I did as a man you always strive to do better as a man you always want to provide and take care of your family that's our number one's heart desire. 
But like I said, we can't, first of all, we can't do it. We can't be there. We can't be available for our families if we're not available and having sewn up for ourselves. That is the number one priority, ourselves. But we put our lady first, we put the children first, and we're last. And we have nothing to give ourselves afterwards because we've given it all out. The mental struggles that we oftentimes go through is what breaks us. And I always encourage the fellas, I always encourage you, find you some men that's going to encourage you, going to hold you accountable, and going to pull your coattail when you're fucking up. And, like, we know as men, like, when we do some dumb shit, man, we clown the fuck out of each other. That's just how we show each other love. You know, and, and when when our, our dudes really got our back, man, we know there's no ill will or ill intentions behind it. But oftentimes... Too many times, what we often do is that when we're going through, we isolate ourselves. That's the worst place to be because oftentimes when we isolate ourselves as men, what tends to happen is that we beat up on ourselves. We play it over and over and over. Fucked up situation that we got ourselves in. How we're going to fix it. And then there's times in our lives where it seems as if there's a trickle-down effect. One thing after another happens. And it seems like there's nowhere up. It's difficult at times. But the people that surround us, the people that we deal with, our you know, our loved ones, our significant others, our children, they don't care. They just need they they don't care what you're dealing with. They just need you to show up. They need you to be there for them. That you done gone into a depressed state of mind and you know, you're frustrated. Work isn't going accordingly. Um, you're not making the money that you believe that you should be making. Then everything that you've tried, it seems to fail. But one thing that you're not realizing is that the fact that you are consistent and moving forward and because you want better, not just for your life, but for the ones that you love the most, it is the consistent effort that is going to allow you to break through. But what tends to happen 
is that we quit before we get to that breakthrough moment. And let me tell you something, family. I know many of us have been there. I know probably most of us have been there. But I like to say that keep going, keep striving, and fail up. Because if you can take a lesson away from everything, every endeavor, every trial, every tribulation, of every right, wrong, or indifferent outcome, if you can take a lesson, one lesson, away from that and then move on to the next endeavor and and recycle the lesson that you've learned <coughs> excuse me and then understand where you failed where you went wrong okay i need to cut this i need to snip this i need to um reinvent this i need to move this this works so i'm going to keep this and, and you just start piecing stuff together. But it is the consistency of moving forward. There's some men out there who have um, gone through multiple businesses and still haven't found that one that fits them. And and let me tell you something, family. A prime example is that, you know, oftentimes I talk about my father. And one thing that he instilled in us was a work ethic, a crazy work ethic. There have been times in my life where I worked three jobs, three full-time jobs, and... and running off of literally two, two and a half hours of sleep a day, five days a week, sometimes six days a week, and like no days off. But I did it because I was trying to better myself, better my situation, position my family in a better position, Because that's what men do. That's what men do. And I know a lot of people, they sit and they, they look at the outcomes that we end up obtaining. And too many people sit up here and they, they relish over our outcome. But they don't know the struggle and the sacrifices that it took for us to get to that place of success. They have no idea. Say the nights that we went without eating to make sure everybody else in the household ate. The nights that we had to scrounge um, dimes and quarters and pennies together to put in our fuel tank or to get something to eat for lunch, or trying to make, you know, $50 stretch for the entire week for lunch and dinner, and, you know, 
the necessities of life. See, they didn't, they didn't see that grind. They didn't see that struggle. All they know is that you got the house, you got the cars, uh, you going on vacation here and there. That's all they see. They don't see when you was in that uh, efficiency suite apartment, you know, with no furniture and all you had was a blow-up mattress. They didn't see that. But they saw where you ended up. And then they want to demonize you because now um, you got to a point in your life where you can hold your head up high when you can poke your chest out and walk with confidence. Let me tell you something. Don't ever allow anyone to make you feel ashamed for your success. Because your success wasn't given to you, it was earned. You earned it. You had to fight for every foot, every inch, every yard. You had to fight for it. So don't ever let anyone tell you, as a man, you don't deserve what you have. And, and the hardest people, and I, I get it. Let me, let me tell you something. The hardest point of a man's life is when your woman tells you or she beats up on you or she tears you down. Why are you doing this? Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? If you do this, and, and it's like, but that's not my purpose. And this is, this is where, going back to my father, this is where I wish my father would have told me to wait. To wait till I got in a specific place before I started a family. Because for those, you know, those who know, I've been married twice. But the things that I tried to do with my first wife, with my second wife, it was more difficult because I should have just stayed single, did all those things, and once I got to a place of success, then started a family. And I, I get it. I know some will agree, some won't agree, and that's perfectly fine. Because, and, and those who don't agree, maybe you found a woman who was loyal and solid and down with you for who you were. And, you know, she worked through it with you. Maybe you got one of those women, women and I say, bravo, congratulations. Because it's not easy to find a woman who is loyal to you that is going to build with you as a young man. Because if it was easy, every man would find one. But it's not easy. 
And I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that my first wife nor my second wife wasn't loyal to me. That I would not say. But like most women, the man that they get with is on a time limit to accomplish certain things, to get to a certain point in his life. And I get that. As is just women's nature. And there's nothing wrong with that. But depending on what you are looking for, depending on what you're trying to achieve in life, you need to move accordingly. And a lot of our fathers didn't tell us that. A lot of our fathers never explained to us how to move accordingly based on what we desire out of life. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they never realized how important they was because maybe they found a woman at a young age that was there and loyal to them. But, you know, <laughs> but, like I said, this, 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 just stay encouraged. Be encouraged. Keep striving for everything, everything that you set out to do. If it doesn't work out, okay, fine, dust yourself off. You know, figure out what worked in that process. Discard what didn't work in the process. If you need to refine some things in the process, then refine it and then go again. Don't stop until you reach to go. That's just like, I, I, I see so many people, like, I'm on a truck most of the time, so I don't um, get to the gym like I want to. But when I used to go to the gym, I see people, and even I've done it. Let, let, let me not just put it on other people. I've done it as well. I start going to the gym, and then maybe I take a month off. And then when I get back into the gym, it's so difficult after that month off to be motivated again to go hard. Like, it's, it's just like you get in there that first day and you're like, damn. Like, all right, let me get this workout in. Then you, you start working out and you're like, okay, I'll be back tomorrow. And then it takes you a month or two to really get into the flow of working out again. But that time lapse, that time lapse, it is hard because you, you get comfortable, you get stagnant. And it's just like you allow other things to take that place and... And end up working out what you don't realize 
That's you time. That's time that you can work out some aggression, that you can pump some iron, you know, uh, get on the treadmill, get on the bike, work some some tension out of your body, um, and just go hard. Put your headphones in, put your headphones on, um, and just zone out and just go hard. And, like, even now, like, especially now that the weather's clearing up. Like, I love it. I got I got my weights on my truck, you know, and, and throughout the day I do seven to ten minutes of, of calisthenics and everything, you know, and, and but it's just staying consistent. You know, because when I first started driving, it was funny because, like, um, I knew I, I knew that I was failing myself and that I had to start working out again because, you know, sitting in that truck five, six days a week, um, 11 to 14 hours a day sitting inside of the, you know, driving 10, 11 hours, you know, sitting up in the truck, snacking, eating, you know, because on average it's a 10, 14 hour day. You know, so you're snacking all day, then you're eating, you know, after you come off the road, you know, uh, um, I was literally, I kept my same eating regimen. And when I came home after like three, four months of driving, um, I had, I, I had some people like, uh, hey, bro, you done put on some trucker weight. And like, that broke my heart, but it woke me up at the same time. Like, hey, like, hey, hey, fam, you need to get yourself back together. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, saying I'm not as um, active and mobile anymore like I was in the shop. So I can't eat like I used to. So I refined my diet. I cut some things out of my diet, you know, and so, and, and like I said earlier, I, you know, I do my seven to 10 minutes, you know, in the morning, and then, you know, I'll do a couple uh, circuit reps uh, midday, and then I got a workout regimen in the evening, and I, just to maintain. But it was a choice. It was a decision. Because I still could have, you know, I, like I cook in the evenings on the truck. You know, um, I have healthier snacks. You know, so depending on what you're trying to accomplish in life, like I said before, you might have to refine it. Might have to remove some things. Might have to put some things in place to get to your destination. And get around people who's going to encourage you to continue to move forward. Get around people, you know, who is going to, hey, 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 bro, hey, you slacking. Hey, let's, let's get back on the ball. Let's, let's get it together. 
Because the hardest time to get in the rhythm is when you've been out of rhythm for a period of time. That's the hardest thing. And that just that just comes with discipline, with being accountable. Two of the hardest things in today's society seems like it is so difficult for people to be disciplined and accountable. You may not be every decision you make is your decision. Good, bad, right, or wrong, it was your decision. So you have to be accountable for that decision. Whatever the outcome is, you made the decision. Now, if you're making the decision to better yourself, if every decision is to better yourself, if every decision is to move forward, then I believe that as a man, I know I am, I'm good with that. Even if it's a bad decision, I'm okay with it because I made that bad decision based on the information that I had at the time and to the best of my ability at the time that I made that decision. And then there's just some decisions. I'm not going to lie. It's just some things that I just want to do. I don't care what the outcome is. But like I said, it's my decision. So I'm going to be accountable for the outcome. A lot of y'all make decisions that y'all don't want to be accountable for. You want to take the easy way out. You let your kids make the decision. You let your lady make the decision. And then when it don't pan out, you can say, oh, well, it's your fault. You made the decision. But if you're the man of the household, if you're the head of your household, then whatever input she put in, the final decision lies with you. Now, if you don't run your house, okay, then I, I, I get it if you're not accountable. I wouldn't accept it, but if you like it, I love it. But as men, we got to get back to discipline and accountability. We need to teach our sons discipline and accountability. We need to be teaching our daughters discipline and accountability. So if you're going to do it, do it. But whatever outcome you get, be accountable for it. That's what we need to be teaching our children. That's how we need to be running our household. That's how we need to be in every relationship that we're in. Whether it's your wife, your children, your coworkers, your significant other, your girl, your lady. As a man, that's how you need to run your relationships.
discipline and accountability. And hold the same way that people hold your foot, your feet to the fire, that hold you accountable for the things that you say and do, you hold everyone else's feet to the fire as well. And I'm not telling you something that is going to be easy. At times, it is going to be one of the most difficult tasks to accomplish. But it goes back to consistency. <laughs> There's that word again. Consistency. When they see consistency in you, they'll be consistent. You're not showing them anything that's worth respecting, that's worth following, that's worth listening to, that's worth um Like, you should be the champion of your family. And I'm not saying that you're supposed to be everything. You're not. I'm not saying you're supposed to be Superman. Like, get that out of your motherfucking head. You don't have to be Superman. Just be you. But be the best version of you. If you're not happy with yourself, then you can't expect those who love you to be happy with you. You can't expect those who love you to accept your bullshit. But if you see, if you notice that there are areas in your life that you need work on, work on them. And then those around you, if they see that you're working on it, they'll put in a little advice. Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried that? You know what? Nah, I ain't even think about that. But I'm going to end... Moin with this. My father, my father is a hell of a man. And I never understood why he would come home angry a lot of times from work. I never understood why he would come in the house mad. And as children, all that we know is that dad don't like us. Dad's mad at us. Why every time we say or do something, dad's blowing up. But my father did his best to provide every need 
of his family. We may not have gotten everything that we wanted, but our needs was met thoroughly. We had a roof over our head, we had food on the table, and we had clothes on our back. But I didn't understand what my father was going through until I became a man and until I became a, uh, uh, had a family of my own. The pressure to provide and to protect for your family is devastating when you can't do it according to how your abilities and how you know you should be able to do it. It is mind-breaking. It is frustrating. And oftentimes, we as men, we take that frustration out on our woman. We take it out on our children. We take it out on our wives. Not realizing that they don't get it because the pressures of life is not on their backs. And then we know that when everything is going wrong, we know that the family has everything to complain about. And they point the finger at us. But when everything is going right, when everything is working smoothly, too many times, us as the man of the house is not appreciated. We don't get appreciated for doing what we do. And we're not looking for an applause every time. We're not looking for someone to give us a medal or an award for being a man or being a father or being a husband or, you know, a loving spouse. We're not looking for an award for that. But we are looking for gratitude and appreciation. Because every day that we get up, every day that we lose sleep, every day that we go out here and at times get disrespected on the job, get disrespected in traffic, uh, get disrespected at the grocery store, at the restaurants, and then got to come home and, and be disrespected in our own homes. It's a hell of a price to pay. But yet we as men choose to do it day in and day out to make sure that our family's needs are met. But that's why I wanted to do this episode to encourage you that to let you know that I get it. I get it. Now I understand what my pops was going through, what he was dealing with at the time. I get it. What you might be going through and dealing with now, I get it. But 
That has been another episode of Mr. Candid Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Mr. Candid. And until the next time, deuces.